gonna boil. <laughs> okay, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Oh my God, we're back. We are back. I don't think we're gonna do very well this episode because we've taken a whole week and a half off. Oh no, we are back and better than ever. We are back and better than ever. Hey guys, well hey guys, back. Did you caught a vibe? <laughs> did you catch a vibe? <laughs> Caught a vibe. I, me and Britta cannot stop Yeah, with that song. That song really gets us going. It's like a trigger thing. It's really? like an OCD kind of like Tourette's thing for me. Is that offensive? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm so sorry. Please don't cancel me. I love everyone, but it, it is for me. Well, you have an obsessive personality, and so when you hear a something, vibe. it's your little tick. You have yeah, it's a tick. Caught a, it's like, okay, everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now it's caught a vibe. <laughs> It's just, I don't know what's in there. Shout like, out to Willow. Thank you, Willow. And Tyler, and Tyler, Tyler, Cole, Tyler Cole. And the and anxiety. The anxiety. <laughs> Thank you. Well, hello, everyone. That was sporadic. All right, well, welcome. If you're, this is your first time here, we are just two girlies. We're not astrologers or pop culture experts, but we like to talk about both things. Yes. We're just here for, for the vibes. We're here for the vibes, <laughs> for the fun times, for the ride. Uh, I just missed podcasting so much. I really didn't think I would. Well, I missed it too. I missed yeah. seeing you more. Oh my God. So how's your Scorpio season going? It's going well. I feel like I have kind of my atten- my attention back, and I, mm-hmm. like my focus right. has kind of come back during That's Scorpio Mercury season. That's Mercury direct too. Oh my word. Yeah. Well, there it is. Yeah. I feel like I've I've gotten so much work done in these past like maybe like week of work. Amazing. Than I've had for a while. I'm so happy and for I'm you. And I'm remembering things better. So maybe my COVID brain's gone. Finally, a year after. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. 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 Well, my Scorpio season's going so good. Oh, good. Tell us why. Because the last week I was in – well, if we had recorded the podcast, I probably would have been in a huge depression pit but mm-hmm. would have been like fighting through. But now I'm on the other side. I am being reborn every single day, Brenna. That is what Scorpio season is about. Do you change your name every Shadow day? Shadow working. Mm-hmm. Inner child work. Yes. I have been – literally reborn literally I, I went into the womb oh and my god asked my soul what how is was my it in purpose? there warm it was warm what and else comforting was it moist yeah <laughs> and and you go back into the womb and you have the most beautiful experience and then you live out your childhood like in the most perfect way not that i didn't have a perfect childhood but like in the most perfect way oh my gosh and all and everything's perfect now and now I'm just like cured of all my traumas now you're coming out of the cocoon like a beautiful butterfly right right in time for sad season yes which is the best season um it's objectively Uh, the best okay Mm -hmm. what's the best sign objectively we'll talk about it when sad season comes around yeah but I will make my case well yeah you will you you do every episode Oh, okay. <laughs> but we haven't been here for two weeks, so we missed the Halloween recap. Yes. Marley. I looked so good. Yes. Um, I was told by Marley to say that Marley <laughs> won Halloween with her costume, I and it was my favorite ever. It was my I do favorite. not have a gun to my head. <laughs> no, I literally wrote that down because I was going to say that because it was my favorite costume I had ever worn. You looked really good. I wasn't I there, but you looked great. So good. I looked so good. Mm-hmm. I wore Halloween. I was, you wore Doja if, Cat. If anyone didn't, yeah, check out my Insta. I was Doja Cat in Bitch I'm a Cow, Moo, Bitch, Get Out My Hay. So good. <laughs> it was perfect. It looked, you were spot on. It was great. Spot on. Like spot on like a cow, oh. pun intended. Um, so you got to see your nephew. I did. I got to babysit, that which was I was sad to miss Halloween, but I was also, I was, I didn't feel like I had any sort of FOMO. I felt really good. I loved seeing my sweet, sweet nephew and I had a good, just like chill weekend um, for Halloween weekend, but Especially to get ready for the past weekend that we had. So good. Which was so fun. It was full of vibes. Vibes. <laughs> Quite a vibe. It really was. Yeah. Uh, I was telling Brenna, but just to the listeners, 
I had, like, I knew going in, I'm like, I'm going to eat like shit. I'm going to drink. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm going to be lazy probably. Like, we're all going to sit around and eat and drink. Mm -hmm. But the memories and the belly laughs and the dancing that I did were the most spiritual and soul-fulfilling thing I could do. And also, I feel like the drinking was more a little bit low-key. I really didn't drink that much, to be I didn't. I don't think I did really either, and I kind of liked that. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, Saturday night when we were sitting in the hot tub, we had such a moment. It was such a wonderful It was so special. We experience. all went around. We were with two other friends. Three. Three? Yeah. It was Ashley, Maggie, and Christina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all went around and said what we love about each other. And yeah. Our, our favorite our, – it was, it was not what we loved about each other. It was our favorite okay. thing about each one of us. And I, I it was emotional. <laughs> Britta cried. It was so cute. Yeah. And I hadn't been drinking for like a few yeah. hours at that point. I was just like – this is because I get uncomfortable about those kinds of things because I don't like to get compliments. But then, but you have to receive it. Yes, I have to receive it, and I have to let myself receive it. But I and I really do like compliments that aren't about like surface level stuff. I like a lot of I like compliments that are like really deep. And, and the stuff that you all were saying about me. Stop. <laughs> Don't cry now. No, I'm kidding. There was um, there was an M&M stuck in my throat. Oh, my but- God. Shut up. <laughs> but it was great. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was so good. And we – so I don't even think we said what we did. We oh, yeah. Care. We were we went to JMU. We went to JMU. My Homecoming. alma mater. Yes. Not Bernie's, but that's yes. okay. I'm a, I'm she, a pseudo-duke. She really is. She's a real duke. And the funniest and- thing is that halfway through the tailgate that we were at, I looked at my phone. And it was Elon Homecoming. And you didn't even know. And I didn't even know. <laughs> You're like, whoops. Oh, well, my own college had their homecoming. I didn't know until when it was happening. Mm-hmm. But it was so fun. Love the Duke dogs. It was just – And the tailgating was really fun. Mm-hmm. Just being back on campus was so – Like, it's just so cool. You're like, wow, I feel like I never left, but also, like, it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to go back next year, and we'll be right before my wedding. But we're going to do our fifth – or our – what would that be? Our fifth year reunion? Yeah, for fifth year reunion with my friends from Elon. Oh, for you're going to Elon. Yeah. Okay. For homecoming. Beautiful. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Wow. Um, but I mean, at least we talked about it, but you know, we don't know if that's gonna happen. But um, how do you feel about coming back and podcasting with me? Oh my god, so fulfilled. So fulfilled. I I really had a hole in my heart last week. You did, yeah. Oh and man. I have. We, well, the reason that we skipped is because I have. I had some IBS problems. <laughs> I yes. ate something on Monday night, and we all have busy schedules, so we couldn't do it on the other days. But it was me. It was my fault. It, no, it was literally my fault. I had full on diarrhea. Literally, <laughs> I was like, I can't. I can't speak. I can't do anything. Yeah. And you didn't put any of it on the poop map. Sorry. Yeah, I've kind of boycotted that, but why did you boycott I it? I just get I just don't like doing things repetitively. It's very Gemini moon. I'm sorry, what? I don't you... like doing things over and over and over. You literally like recording. do. I don't want to record something that like I have to do. For reference, Brenna and I and a lot of our other friends like to record our poops on a thing called Poop Map. <laughs> and, and we rate it. Rate we rate it. it. We one give to it, five stars. We give it a comment. Yeah. We give it a caption. And it has a location. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's cool when you go to new places. But if you're going to the same place and pooping in the same place every day, it but gets it's, repetitive. It's going to be cool in a year when you see how many poops you've done in a year. <laughs> no, I, I – already Isn't like in a month. Cool? I was like, I don't need to see this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, we have got a good episode we this do. week. We do. I'm excited. We're going to talk about North Nodes, which I don't think it's talked about enough. And I have no idea what any of it means, so I'm excited so to good. talk about it. And, and then we're going to just catch up because we missed some things from last week. Yeah. But there's some updates for yeah. the things that we were going to talk about last right. week. And pop culture, we got Pete and Kim 
We got the Travis travesty and Ari in the new Wicked. Yeah. So excited. Anything else? I think that's it. Keep following the Instagram. We're past 100 followers. Keep um, supporting us. Keep following, sharing, rating, reviewing. We love it. We appreciate you all. And we'll see you soon. Well, I wanted this episode to be focused on nodes. We have nodes. nodes. We have nodes. <laughs> um, so I think it's extra important to know about nodes because we are about to enter eclipse season for the year. Total eclipse, eclipse of, of the heart. heart. So, so exciting. So we have a Scorpio Taurus. Eclipse coming. Oh, wow. So November 19th. Is there a reason that it's the same as when we were born? Um, No, but it basically means this is the time for us to fully level up. Level up. This, level up. So, level so up, the level thing up, level with up. eclipses that we'll get more into in the next episode is the time between the eclipses is where the real intense magic happens oh, okay. for you to come out truly transformed okay yeah but we'll talk about it next time but a node so it's not discussed enough in popular mainstream media um we all know about our sun moon and rising but what is your node yeah what's a node what's your node oh my gosh it kind of sounds it sounds kind of sexual i I was gonna say it kind of sounds like something that you need to like cure with penicillin or something Mm. you know okay well a node (laughs) technically this is the definition, is the part of the moon. It's a theoretical point of the moon's orbit intersecting with the plane of the elliptic, which is the path of the sun. Mm -hmm. So I think it makes sense if you just think about it. We have eclipses. They change, think about every 18 months. So any baby born during that eclipse season or within that 18 months is going to have that eclipse energy. So we're about to go into Scorpio Taurus eclipses. We just are entering out of Gemini Sag eclipses. Mm-hmm. So the babies that were just born now until like the 19th will have the Gemini Sag. They'll have a Gemini North Node. And then for the next 18 months, they're going to have a Taurus North Node. Oh, that's kind of sexy. Yeah. Right. So what actually is a north node and a south node? Because we have both. Um, North node is just such a beautiful way of figuring out our soul's purpose, our soul's identity, what we came here to do. And most of the time, it's not something that's super comfortable or familiar to us. Mm -hmm. It's more foreign. It's something that we have to kind of figure out and learn. But that's the south node is the opposite. So the south node if you believe in past lives, which yeah. I do, yeah. it's something that your past lives have already learned, you're really familiar with, you've been there, done that, you understand that lesson, and now you're moving on up into the North Node to elevate and fulfill the purpose. I love that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I think I like nodes. I do too. Yeah. That's why I'm talking about them. Well, Good. So, so are we ready we, to get into it? Let's get into it because I think these are going to be long. Okay, so for anyone wondering where your nodes are, it looks like a little horseshoe. <laughs> what? It look for your- anyone wondering where your nodes are, they're in your throat. They're in your throat, and if you're looking, so everybody, pull up your birth chart right now. Pull it, them up right it now. It looks like a little horseshoe. The North Node does. The South Node looks like an upside down horseshoe. And I will definitely pay attention to what house it's in because we're going to mention if it's in a particular house, you might resonate with um, this kind of thing as well. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start it out. Aries or if your north node is in the first house. Okay. Do you want me to do this one? If you want to. Bruno, if you have an Aries north node, that means that you have a Libra south node. What does that mean? So an Aries north node is 
Why don't you start with Aries and I'll do Libra? Okay. So, well, it's kind of one and the same. Like you are coming from a life where you were very codependent. You were very thinking about others. You might be indecisive. You might have had problems in your relationships um, and you're very people pleasing. So that's your tendency. You're like too agreeable. You're like, what about like, is this person like, what about this person? Are they going to like me? Like I need affirmation, like that kind of stuff. So you might be a little bit insecure. But in this lifetime, your Aries North Node is coming to get you in the best way. It is here to learn learn to love yourself. It's all about thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. What is your soul identity? It's And also I think Aries is like we think of very fiery and very like they always want to fight. Mm-hmm. But I think with Aries North Node, learning that conflict isn't always a bad thing and a lot of good can come from that. So even if you bring up conflict, like we can still all win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So with the, so now switching to Aries South Node, mm-hmm. that is um, self-reliant, me first attitude, rash, impatient, and you have an aggressive nature. But with the Libra North Node and it being in your seventh house, um, this is time for you to learn to cooperate and collaborate with others create win-win situations and compromises. This is also something. So my node, North node is in my seventh house. And it's kind of funny because I am also an Aries. So, so I have like, sometimes I have like, um, self-reliance tendencies, but with the, with my North node being in my seventh house, I am very much someone who like really likes to make sure that everyone is winning in a situation. I really am someone who believes in compromising, um, sharing with others. And I will, I'm someone who like is confident and will assert myself, but I like to have peace and harmony. And I try Mm -hmm. to focus on supporting others in the group that I'm in. Yeah. I like the archetype of like a retired warrior being the the Libra North Node because you went out, you fought the fights, you did it all, mm-hmm. and now you're here to come back to your real life and say, I'm here to make relationships. I'm here to be harmonious. I'm here to work together with people. Oh God, am I a retired warrior? You are a retired warrior. That's kind of hot. It is. It means like you're old and haggard. No, it means that <laughs> I'm wise. and I guess so. And probably like pretty pretty. Swole. <laughs> so swole. <laughs> That's what it means. All right. Moving on. Taurus or if you have your node, north node in the second house. Um, Taurus north node. They are here to develop their self-worth. Strive for security and stability. So that's what very, very Taurus. They're all about stability, all about security. And they're learning to provide for themselves and not rely on other people. That's kind of similar. I feel like Aries and Libra, I mean, Aries and Taurus are a little bit similar in this vein of like learning to provide for yourself, Um, setting boundaries and sticking to your values. So that means you're Scorpio. You have a South node in Scorpio. So that means defining worth by another person. Okay, so don't – so that means you are used to defining your worth by, from another person. Mm-hmm. And you might have tendencies to be possessive, manipulative, obsessive. So with all of these, you kind of have the shadow aspect of all of the signs if you're a south node. But you're working towards having those really positive attributes of the north node sign so the kind of shadow work is south north node is Mm -hmm. what you want like what you want to become exactly yeah so like i mean scorpio season we mentioned this is like such a good time for shadow work so working through it what so now that you know your south node after this episode you can kind of work through those shadowy aspects of yourself or you know your own shadowy aspects that you've developed over time and integrate them and mm-hmm. then work toward the north node. Yeah. So so since we are talking about Scorpio, it's Scorpio season, um, we'll go down to Taurus south node, 
which the opposite of that is Scorpio North Node. And also if your node is in the eighth house. So four, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, my God. You're so smart. So um, with a Taurus South Node, you're very set in your ways. You cling to your habits. Marley, do you have a Taurus? We both do. Okay. Great. Love it. You don't think so? Yeah. No, because you cling to your habits. Okay. (laughs) Um, You cling to habits, um, possessions. uh, You're fearful of crisis. You try to steer away from main focus being on like materials and having a cushy lifestyle. And it's more about working on inner work. But to get to your north node of Scorpio, this is um, you want your purpose in life to transform and rebirth yourself, which Marley is going through right now. Which I'm really doing every day. Yeah, I feel like Taurus, like, I think we all can be, like, really materialistic and about our wealth and our possessions, and it's just easy to get in that mindset. Yeah. Like, with Instagram shopping, like, every – all the ads are coming at you at all times. I get so many targeted ads. I know. Well, I'm sure our phones are listening to us right now, but it's more about, like, you know, steering away from that. Like, it's okay to appreciate those kind of things, but it's more about transforming your inner self and your soul and, and- leveling up. And get, getting rid of things that don't serve you anymore and old beliefs that don't serve you anymore. And you want to tap into your talents that you may not have used. Secret talents. It's I love that. It's, I feel like you're knitting. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I didn't mention this in the intro, but I am about to get into knitting. I'm starting my <laughs> knitting journey. And the reason why is because I saw this adorable sweater vest made just for cats. Just for cats. And it was on – I can't even tell you. It was like – a designer website. It was, and it was all handmade, $150. And I'm like, not a chance on hell am I yeah. going to buy that. But I can make one and I don't know how Maybe. to knit. <laughs> but I'm going to make my cat a sweater vest. Sweater. And when I get this rolling, sweater weather. when I figure things out, I am going to start an Etsy shop. I love it. Just for sweater vests for cats. Love it. I love it. And that's my unborn talent. Sweat of us. Sweat of Scorpio South North Node. I love it. So I'm do you really want to get into Gemini? Yeah, Gemini Sag energy. So I think Gemini Sag energy is one of the the oppositions that is most similar. Oh. If you ask me, don't you think? But I think the the difference between them two is uh Gemini is a very um, like it's like the student archetype. Sag is like the professor. Oh. Um, but Gemini is also very communicative, very about relationships, very about like talking to other people, learning from other people. So with a Sag South node, a Gemini North node, or if your node is in your third house, um, you might tend to believe that thing things with little evidence like you're just like oh this is you know this conspiracy theory someone told me about this okay yeah let's believe it um you might be really self-righteous with your beliefs and be like this is the way or nothing because Sagittarius energy is very like this is my truth and everybody has to believe it um and they might fear that the their freedom will be taken away um and if they stop to gather information like things could go wrong um And that's something that we're working towards, which is our Gemini, North Node, um, I think would be collaborating. It's very Libra energy, but also like more about the people, more about sharing ideas. That's how you're going to really find your purpose is to keep collaborating, keep talking with people. You're going to get bright ideas. I love it. Build communities. And you can hold duality, which I think is very Gemini. It's like Two things can still be right at the same time. It doesn't have to be one way or the other. Yeah. So I don't think that they sound very similar at all when you're talking about Yeah, those. I've all, but I but just being a Sag with a Gemini moon feels very like crazy at all times to me. Yeah. But it's also very similar. They're all they're both really chaotic. Yeah. Chaotic as heck. Yeah. Which is Marlene. So what's – oh, yeah. So flip it on its head. Flip it on its head. We got Sag North Node, Gemini South Node, or if you have something in your ninth house. Um, in your North Node. North Node in your ninth house. Yes. 
So Sag North Node, it's time to live your truth, trust your truth. Don't look at anybody else. It is time to live your purpose. Oh my gosh. Um, so if you have a Gemini South Node, you might be prone to missing the big picture because Geminis are more about the details. Sages are very about the big picture. Um, try not to get caught up in the gossip, in the sneakiness, in, you know, scooting around, being sneaky. Um, Superficiality. And also, yeah, trying to climb the social ladder. I feel like Geminis, like in their shadow aspect, are very – um, like real housewives, like just trying to like, or like an LA girl, mm-hmm. like an LA girl out there in like a bad way, like just there to like make connections with people. Yeah. And Sag energy is here to like focus on yourself and live your truth and don't think about anyone else and lean into those deep conversations and keep learning, learn and go into things that really light you up. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how you live your purpose. Light it up, up, light up, it up, light it up, up, up. So now, Cancer Capricorn, Cancer which Capricorn. are so opposite. They're yeah, and also I think Virg Virgo Pisces is so opposite too. Yeah. So if your North Node is Cancer, or your North Node is in the fourth house, and your South Node is then in Capricorn, which we're going to talk about the Capricorn. Um, kind of shadow work for that is that Capricorns always feel like they need to be in control. They need to always take responsibility and they take it too seriously when they are taking responsibility. Um, They tend to put pressure on themselves and uh, they can overwork themselves, which is very, very Capricorn. Um, So what they're striving to do is be a little bit more like their North Node in Cancer um, which is you want to tune into your feelings. Love it. Love that. Engage, don't get enough of that. I know. Engage if you're on the right path. Uh, you want to do your best when nurturing others. And um, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Learn about opening up, softening to people that you love. It's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah. And Give yourself grace. I feel yeah. like cancer is like, I feel like if you put it on one of those, on one of those like chuggy signs in a house. <laughs> yes. I feel like a cancer is like, in this house, we give each other grace. Oh my God. That is the most We cancer. say grace and we, we have grace. grace. And we love each other. Yeah. In this house, we... Live, laugh, love love with a little bit of butter. (laughs) And a lot of Jesus. A lot of Jesus. (laughs) Um, So now flip it on its head again. Flip it on its head. Flip it on its head. Okay, so this one, if you have a Capricorn North Node or if your North Node is in the 10th house, you are the golden ticket energy. You have been sitting in your room – like not doing the things you've been in your Capricorn South Node, just romanticizing the past, being nostalgic, Cancer and me. caring for others when it is time to step out and be the best in your field. Learn what you love and learn self-respect and then take control. Do it. Go to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory and own that factory. Take it over. I've got a golden ticket. Mm-hmm. I've got a golden twinkle in my, my eye. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, that's great. Thank you. I'm uh, just a motivational speaker tonight. Yeah, <laughs> you are. So let's talk about Leo. Oh my God. Okay. And Aqua. I'm just excited about this one. You can go ahead and speak on it, but I have a fifth house. My note is in We'll talk fifth about house. it then. I got to talk about I my feel seventh like I house. I really relate to this one. Go for it. Oh, okay. So Aqua South Node, Leo North Node, or a fifth house, which is me. I love this one. Love it. 
So Let's in your aqua it. south node, you might be distant. You might be a little aloof. You might be like kind of prone to not share your feelings. And you definitely don't want to stand out, don't want to be the center of attention, like don't look at me kind of vibes. And you like – you sometimes like want to be alienated and kind of be a hermit, which sometimes you are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then Leo? Leo. Leo north node is the star. Yeah. They are born to be – a star. They're they're born to stand out from the crowd. They baby. They are born this way. Well, they don't need anyone's approval. Mm-hmm. Life is about what brings you joy. And also, Leo is very like the childlike pleasures of life. So think back to what you really liked as a child and keep and and kind of fulfill that into your adult life. Can I think of I'm, – I'm automatically thought of an example of you with okay. this. So it was a few weekends ago when you were like, I don't really feel like I want to go out after we went to the winery, remember? Mm-hmm. And you decided that you didn't really want to go out. You are going to go home. But before, you had a full-on concert of Mamma Mia because you wanted to – you wanted to be – you want to audition for Mamma Mia. And, I still do. Yeah, you still do. But you had this full-on, like, star of the show Thank in the middle of the everyone music. singing. Thank you for the music. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, well, I don't feel like going out to buy. And you left. <laughs> Oh my god, I love myself. Yeah, I didn't want to like keep going to bars, but I want to sing and perform and entertain the masses. Thank you for the music. Okay. Okay, beautiful. All right, so if we flip it on his head, Brenna, you want to go over Aqua North Node? Yes. So if your North Node is in your 11th house or it's Aqua and your South your South Node is Leo. So Leo tends to focus on yourself and your needs. Um, you tend to get attached to romantic drama. You hate being a part of the crowd. You like to be your own self. You want all eyes on you, and you take things very personally. Aqua, so this is what you want to kind of strive to be. You um, learn to feel safe sharing unconventional ideas. Because mm, aquas are very, like, like they have right different. ideas, but they're very different. Yeah, they're very different. Um you want to work on friendships and build community. Uh, you be a part of something that is bigger than yourself. Yes. Start a nonprofit. Start a nonprofit. Do something big. Build a build a treehouse. Build an orphanage. Build an orphanage. Oh, go <laughs> even bigger. I was gonna say, plant a tree. <laughs> yeah. Just spread love. Plant Hold a tree. Hold a door open for someone. Hold a door open. Yeah. Say thank you. Yeah. Smile. Ask the waitress how her day is. Yeah. Or his day. Tip them 21%. Yeah. Tip them 22%. Oh, my God. We're getting crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Make them dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So good. All right. We're wrapping this up, guys. Virgo, North Node, Pisces, South Node. Very, I think oh. of, like, the tortured artistic writer. Because they are so artistic and very like, "Mm, I want to escape reality. I might turn to drugs or whatever other – or alcohol or eating. It could be anything. It's very escapist of Mm. Pisces. Um, They also want to play the victim. So they're very good at like internalizing their feelings. Um, So they have a lot of artistic ideas up floating in the stratosphere of their brain but they need structure. Yes. They need routine to get anything done. This is the Virgo energy that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, also the six house. Six, six house. house, yes, um, which is routine. Um, and they are going to be really good. If they hone their skill, they could be really good at expressing things that are a little bit more mundane into really uh, just a beautiful artistic way, which is very that. writer. I love that. It's like – we have these 26 letters of the alphabet. There's a million ways it could go, but Virgo North Nodes are really able to do that. Because if you look it up, there's actually a lot of writers that have this placement. I love that. Really cool. Cool. Love it. So flip it on its head, Marley. Okay. Pisces North Node or 12th house. Ooh, 12th house. Who is that, Death? The subconscious, the dream realm, and 
Virgo South Node. So you might be overwhelmed with information. You're, you might rely a little bit too heavily on the logistical, the logic, the reality of life. Um, you could be really hard on yourself, very perfectionist tendencies. Just think of the more hard parts of being a Virgo. But it is time to level up and become an ethereal fairy of a Pisces. <laughs> so you might have really big dreams. Pisces are all about dreams. But they're really scared to fail because they have that perfectionist tendency I love that. of being a Virgo. Um, but it's time to let go of the fear that you're not doing enough. It's time to lean into the artistic part, the creativity and side of your life. express yourself. Express yourself. Express yourself. And lean into your intuition because Virgo South Nodes, they're always going to be like logic, logic, logic. Like and this facts. is not real. But sometimes things are bigger than yourself and, you know, feelings are bigger than like thoughts. Trust your, gut, trust your gut, not your brain. Absolutely. I love that. That was fun. Oh, my God. I'm so happy we did that. So now we have educated the masses. We are ready to go. So now we know our North Node and South Node and eclipse season is coming. So if you happen to have a Scorpio or Taurus, North Node or South Node, which a lot of us who are 26, 27 years old, have that. You and I both have it. We are about to go through a huge transformation in the next 18 months. I love that. So in 18 months, we'll check back and say, this is how my life changed super dramatically. Yush, I hope it's not a pregnancy. In the best way possible. Okay, good. All right. I'm ready for pop culture. Pop culture. Love you guys. See you soon. Okay, everybody. You want to cut off? Me, me, no, you're and good. our spot. Okay. Caught a vibe. So Peter and Kimberly sitting on a ride. Peter, little, little Peter. We love him. Peter and Kimberly sitting on a ride. Okay. So it has truly been the talk of the town. Yes. Everybody's talking about Pete Davidson the boy of Hollywood at the moment, or mm-hmm. of Staten Island at the moment. But also and Hollywood. And <laughs> Kimberly Kardashian, who has always been the top A-list star of the world, ever. Yeesh, yeah. I mean, really, she's she's literally, if you think of an A-list star, she is the top. Yeah. In America. In America. Yeah. In, in England think, and Australia yeah. and English-speaking countries. I think she's very big. She's very big internationally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's our royalty. Well, Brenna, how did it start out? Well, SNL. SNL. They the, did a kissing scene. Yeah, they were they Jasmine and Aladdin. Yeah. And then, you know, everyone was like, ooh, they kissed, but it was SNL. So then they went to Knott's Berry Farm on Friday night of, was it Friday night before Halloween? Yeah. It must have been, yeah. Um, with Courtney and Travis. They were Courtney and Travis were the ones who hosted the event. They Cute. were the ones who were inviting people. And it was a bunch of people who they're friends with. Um there was no PDA between Kim and Pete the entire <gasps> oh my God, night. Wait, Harry Hudson was there. Yes, Harry Hudson was there. I miss that man so much. Oh. Oh, his when he Sorry, this is off topic, but I just love him and his music, and he is such a good guy. I mean, I don't know if he actually is. Well, he was there at Knott's Berry Farm. But I miss him as a person. Well, we should have him on the pod and ask oh him God. about Peter and – I think – is he a Gemini? I know. You call him Peter. <laughs> keep calling him Peter. All right. All right. We're getting Harry Hudson on the pod. Why don't a dear you DM friend him? of the Kardashians. I'm DMing him. I'm literally DMing him right DM now. DM him. All right. Let, let me know All right. if he keep ever going. responds. But he's friends with Travis Scott, so now – not Travis Scott, Harry Travis Hudson. Parker. He's friends with Travis oh, Parker. Oh, I, I still so. follow him. Oh, my God. How he many never shows up. He, my, he almost a million, 940. Mm, RIP. Um, but so there was no PDA except for they held hands on one of the scary rides. But, you know, that could just have been – Very like I'm going on a scary ride. I'm going to hold hands with anyone. It, it wasn't even that. It was they were holding hands on the ride when they were going down the ride. Exactly. Like it's like a scary Kim, time. Kim seemed terrified. Yeah. So um, 
Also, it's very known that they've been friends for a long, long time. They also obviously just worked together in SNL not too many weeks ago. Um, so initially, hearing the story, Marley. Okay. So I saw the story because we were going to talk about it last week. Yeah. Same. And I was like, no way. It's like, stupid. She would never go for him. Like, n- well, I think it's just a- two opposite people. Yeah. I think it's a PR stunt, obviously. We um, both think that. So, yeah. So, basically, initially, we saw the the photos of them on the ride. Everyone's like, oh, my God, are they together? I'm like, girl, no. Never. Um, and then this coming week, we saw a lot of pictures of them going out on dates multiple days a week. Staten Island. She, they went to a lot of restaurants, a lot of clubs. He invited her to Staten Island. They had a private dinner up on the rooftop. He rented it out. That's the thing. See, this is this is my thing. It has to be a PR stunt because I don't think that Kim Kardashian would go so quickly into a relationship with such a younger person after she, yeah. after after her and Kanye West. Have they even had an official divorce? I think they're I still know. just separated. Yeah, and I think that this is just truly like something to. Get out there. Get the masses going. And you know, the devil works hard, but Chris Jenner works harder. We yeah. still we I will say that till death and do us part. Let us not forget that they are still filming a Hulu special. Hulu. Yes. And this is for the Hulu. This is for thing. Hulu. This like, is for this Hulu. Is for, like but also for his show that's his coming sh- out. Oh yeah, his show. And because I someone asked me, they're like, why would they need PR? Because they're famous. And they yeah. want to keep they staying on the They want to keep staying relevant, and they have things to promote, aka Plus, the Hulu special and his show. Plus, this is the other thing. The other thing is that I feel like this is a very easy kind of like catch and pull PR stunt because honestly, Pete Davidson is so loved right now. He is like the it guy, and everyone loves him. And so I think that she was like, honestly, me being around town with him, people are going to be like hype about it. No one's going to be like, what the heck? But also kind of we're all like, what the heck? heck? Because she wouldn't actually go for him because she is so anti-drug and he's so – I don't know if he still is, but he used to be very pro-drug. Yeah, I think he still is. Yeah. But um, so another thing that kind of leads to us thinking it's a PR stunt was that – on, um, I think it was November 8th. Well, two days ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, three Recent. days ago for everyone else. So yeah. Monday night, um, Pete Davidson was on Late Night with Seth Meyer. Myers. You know him? Myers. I know him. You know him? Do you know him? Yeah. And um, – We can update with Seth. Yeah. Well, no, TV it's TV's. the late – it's Late Night with know, Seth Meyers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Seth Meyers says, I want to address something. I feel like I want to confirm if it's real or a rumor. You've been reading a lot about it in the press. And Pete goes, yeah, you know, I've been wanting to talk about this because. And Seth Meyers goes, thank you. We appreciate you doing it here. And Pete goes, there's a lot of people I walk by. Oh, there's a lot of people I walk by. People are like whispering and, you know, making eyes at me. And then he said, but it's true. I do have a show on Tubi coming out. Okay, we get it. You have to promote something. So funny. Yeah. So I think they're using this as like a <laughs> tee hee Yeah. Like Can't it's kind of, her. if anything, like, and I think Pete is the epitome of someone who would do this. Like he's using. He's in it for the giggles. Yeah. Shits and giggles. He's like, he's like doing this to make all of us like be like, what the like? What I mean, he dated Ari, so he's like, yeah, I can. And he's been dating a lot of other hot women. He's like, I can literally do anything. Yeah, I can date Kim Kardashian. And after Ari literally said he had the biggest penis that she's ever yeah. seen. Well, in his special a few years ago, he's like, now every single woman is disappointed. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> she shut me up. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he dated Kate Beckinsale, yeah. who is older, like much older than he is. And super hot. And we've talked about another girl that he was with first. Oh, the Phoebe girl from yeah. Bridgerton. And then he which was, seemed and then more Kaylee up Cuoco. his alley. Haley Quoco. Kaylee Quoco. They were never official, but like people were like, "Oh, they're flirty." 
Yeah. Because they have a show together. So I think it's a PR stunt, but I also would not be shocked if it just comes out because honestly, Kim's probably seeing how happy um, her sister Courtney is with a low-key kind of guy like Travis Barker. They run in the same circle. Him, Travis, and Machine Gun Kelly are all like the same breed of guy. Yeah. And it's just really interesting that now the Kardashians are going after this kind of guy. And I have to say that there is a lot to say for a funny man. Oh, my God, A yes. funny guy makes, makes any sense. woman yeah. ready. Yeah. Ready for action. Well, that's what my – I've always been obsessed with Pete Davidson since the early days of SNL. When and his butthole eyes. And his butthole eyes. And I've always been like, he is not really attractive to no. the, the, a normal woman, right? Mm-hmm. But like – what makes me feel like I can relate to him and I have such a soft spot for him is like, even in the early days, I'm like, if I was around him, if I ran in the same circles with him, like I might have a chance to get with him. Yeah. And that's how I think now that we're all, we all see him and there's such an allure about him. We all kind of feel like that because he's like very relatable. He's very real. He makes fun of himself, but like he's an A-list celebrity. Yeah, there's a movie that I just watched probably not more than a year ago that he, like, I fell in love with his character, and I think his character was truly him. It wasn't King of Staten Island. I I loved that movie. I thought that movie was great. I think it was the, like, um, Set It Up. I don't know if you watched that. Mm -hmm. It's a Netflix original, and it's so stupid, but his character in it is so funny. So So I highly recommend it. Check it out. Yeah. It made me – because I'm always like – I don't really get the allure of Pete, but he's so funny. And he's one of those, like, characters that you're just like, what? What? We love him. Yeah. I'm here for him. Here for it. All right. So moving on to more depressing news. Wait, more depressing news? That wasn't depressing. I mean, like, getting into a more depressing topic. Oh, okay. Because I was like, that wasn't depressing. Um, but this is very, very every sad. Every single TikTok I've seen is with the Travis Scott situation. Also, every TMZ notification has been oh about it. Oh, my God, it. yes. Yeah. I'm, like, really sad about this whole thing. And it just seems, like, very... I kind of want to get into, like, a little bit of the conspiracies. Because, like, some of them are, like, a little bit... Like, I can't deny them. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't want to, like, get into that world. It's well, just and very, I'll get very it. I can also get into the facts, too. Yeah. No. And first of all, we just want to send our love to everyone that was affected, everyone that was there, and especially, like, the loved ones of the people that died. There was mm. eight people that died at this Travis Scott event, this World concert. And, and, uh, and hundreds of people were injured. Yeah. So... Really, really sad. This happened this past weekend. Um, And what, like, I don't know. I feel like I... It was like a music festival, right? It was a music festival. And I remember watching his documentary that came out a few years ago. I got, like, five minutes in. I mean, I maybe gave it, like, more than that. I didn't even watch it. I maybe got, like, 30 minutes in. And it was the exact same thing as his Astroworld. But nobody got murdered or anything. But, Mm -hmm. like... It was just awful the way his concerts have always been. Well, he's bound to happen. He's been. He incites rage. He's been. He's been. We're here to riot. mm -hmm. We're here to like get crazy. He's been arrested before because he has told his concert goers to storm to uh, to like you know storm the stage like. Uh, just crazy stuff, and he's actually gotten in trouble and been arrested for saying those things on stage and making people go get into these mosh pits of like these crazy things. And just reading the stories of people who were at this Astro World Festival brought chill bumps to me. Like mm-hmm. the the, and the f- videos, on yeah, from going to a place where you think that it's going to be a great night and you're seeing a, a awesome yeah, you're concert about a guy that and immediately while, sure. immediately you're fighting for your life right. because there's no room for you to even get out of yeah, the people crowd said they had their hands up because they couldn't even put their hands down yeah they said that their hands were pinned up and if their hands were down they were pinned down mm-hmm. um 
someone fell and immediately was trampled to death. Um, I heard that there was, so the, um, Houston, uh, police department chief of police, Troy Finner said that it's now a criminal investigation that is involving, um, uh, their ho- homicide division as well as a narcotics division. And they're going to get down to the bottom of it because supposedly there were also people being injected with narcotics in that is so scary yeah like in the crowd people were injecting needles into people's necks and arms and things and it's just terrifying and and um i read about how there was supposed to be a clear bag um entry only no one was uh no one was taking that into consideration no one was even doing any sort of bag che- bag check at all. People were able to do whatever they wanted, and it was just pretty much a free for all. And let me tell you, I have been to a festival. I've been, I went to something in the water in 2019. Oh, yeah. That was organized. like organized, like to a T. And I've heard kind of horror stories of festivals, like yeah. uh, not having enough water. Mm-hmm. Um, you just like. The not having enough school yes. well that as <laughs> that especially but like i've heard even like you know patriotic fest right. uh they've run out of water before they've not had enough supplies this is like a Anarchy. whole other level like it, and people were describing it as demonic like another form of hell because the whole thing with his set was literally like he was trying to create hell. Yes. And like, I don't know what, I think the song lyrics were about hell or something. Who knows? Um, but what I saw was like, I just know that everybody was saying it was demonic, but then there was a little bit of conspiracy theory about Travis always being a fan of Pearl Jam. And I don't know if I have all the details right, yeah. but this is just a TikTok I saw. So just hearsay, but, um, he, so Pearl Jam, I don't know a lot about this band. I know it's like a classic rock band, like punk rock. Um, they have some kind of eight. It's either an album or a song or like a symbol. And in that eight, there's like an eye, like an eye iris from your eye. And in this concert he was go, he was singing at, um, you got it? Yeah, there was a Pearl Jam stampede also. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Um, there was the eye symmetry in the back of his graphics when mm-hmm. he was singing. The same eye symmetry that was in his. And then, weirdly enough, they had, like, eight flames, like, coming up. You know, mm-hmm. when concerts have, like, the flames. It was very hellish. Um, it's just weird that, like, the eight symmetry was – or the symbol symbology of eight was there mm-hmm. for me. Like, what does that mean? Was that just a coincidence? I don't know, but it is like something to think about. Yeah. Um, also, the the song that he was playing during it was called "Escape Plan," which he pays homage to Pearl's Jam, Pearl Jam's. I don't know how to say that that name. By binaural. 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 Binaural beats. Something like that. Pearl Jam has a song called that. Okay. Um. So yeah, I Weird. I think it's it's cr- kind of crazy. I also read a whole article that talked about how um, the uh, the the security, the people who were being paid to be security at the event, were leaving. They didn't want to deal with it, so people were leaving, and so there was way less security than should have been there, especially for a festival, and. The worst part about it was that Travis continued to play as dead bodies were being right, and that's why body I think everybody's so upset at him. Like yeah. people were screaming, "Stop the show!" Um, they were chanting that he could see these the ambulances coming. He could see the dead bodies being carried away, and he was like, "Let's keep going." Yeah, he's like, "I'm not stopping the show." Like you know what you came here to do. Like let's keep raging. And his quote-unquote apology on Instagram story I don't think was much of an apology. It was just him kind of walking around his house and saying how horrible of an event that that was. Mm. So I don't know. It's terrifying, and it's obviously still an open investigation. And I am very curious to see what happens. Yeah. Because there seems to be a lot of people who 
are to blame during this. Yeah. And I hope that there's some justice and peace for the people, the loved ones, and also the people that were there. Like, it just sounds like so terrible. Definitely. Um, I'm All sorry. Right. So let's go. Let's go to let's happier have a news. Bit of brighter our, note. Our our final story is that Ariana Grande. Bitch, I'm so excited. I didn't. I have never seen Wicked. I love it. She got casted as Wicked along with Cynthia Erivo. Ar- Ar- I don't know her last name. Erivo. I've seen her so many times. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I don't know her last it. name, but she's really cute. Um, I don't know Wicked. To be honest. So I, I love Wicked. Okay. So, so please tell me who Glinda and Elphaba is. Uh, Alphaba. Okay. Alphaba. So, okay. So Wicked, I don't, do you even know the story about Wicked? I just Wicked? know it's like Wizard of Oz. So, so Wicked is the Wizard of Oz, the bad witch that gets trampled by the, you know, by the house. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. She gets hit by a house mm-hmm. and dies. She's the green one. Mm-hmm. This is her backstory of why she became wicked. Okay. And, and so, what's her name? Alphaba. Oh, my God. So Alphaba is going to be Cynthia. Okay. And Glenda is the good witch, which is um, – she's also in The Wizard of Oz. She comes in she's as the bubble, and yeah. she's the one who gives her the shoes. That's Glenda. But in Wicked, you kind of see, like, this – like – back and forth of Glenda and Alphaba and how like they were once friends and they have like some issues and it's just such a well-written play and like such a great musical. The music is so wonderful and I am so excited. I love Ariana Grande and I love, so if you you know me, you know that I am obsessed with Liz Gillies and like, you know, Ariana Grande and Liz Gillies are like BFFs. They started in Victorious to get together. They are both so talented. Liz Gillies kind of moved her way into Broadway. And Ari has done a few things on Broadway here and there. But this is like such a so great exciting. thing for her. And I'm so excited for her to get on to – is it going to be Broadway? Or is it's it, the movie. It's the movie. Yeah. Oh, I wish it was the Broadway show. I mean, she could do it. But she can. She has the voice. She has so much going on. Oh my god! I am. But yeah, so a movie. I cannot wait. It's gonna be so great. But um, I don't know if you saw the TikTok of the girl who was, who I I wrote this here. It was so funny. So she was impersonating Ariana Grande as if she was Glenda. Oh my god! It was so good. I yeah. I need to find it. It's so so good. It was like, it. She sounded just like Ariana Grande. She's like. Alphabet. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I don't know, Wicked. Are they supposed to be the same age? Because I know a lot of people on Twitter have yes. had a lot of thoughts that, like, they are not the same age at all. They're like, this casting is weird. Yeah, it is weird. they're both so talented. It is really, really weird because they are supposed to be – they're supposed to be – it's been so long since I've seen it, but I'm almost positive that they're roommates. Yeah, they, someone so, said they're roommates in college. They're roommates in college. And it's that, like, which – college or whatever so they're like and you start like you, you know the song popular popular yeah that's glenda singing and then defying gravity yeah that's alphabet singing to just sing yeah so that's alphabet singing is defying gravity popular is glenda and it's oh my god like, i can't wait to so alphabet comes in and she's like very like kind of like mysterious and like really kind of hermity and Glenda's like no you need to like get out there and like become friends with people and like yeah oh my god I can't wait to see it so I can have another dream role I know to go after for my local theater this is the role of the role like this wicked is it yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. Wow. We it's can watch it together. I guess it's going to be a few years. You were, I remember like hearing about Little Mermaid and Haley, whatever her name is, Haley and Chloe. Yeah. Like one of them was casted and people were freaking out that it's like going to be so good and we still haven't heard about it. Yeah, I'm ready for a Little Mermaid to come out. Well, maybe COVID, yeah. 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 Well, that's the pop culture tea for the week. Hope you got your fix of astrology and Culture. Love it. With your favorite fire signs. Uh, two twin fire twin signs. Twin flames. Four blue eyes. Just flickering in the breeze. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was singing Taylor. You were singing Marley. <laughs> yes, I'm a songwriter. <laughs> well, that was fun, Marley. I know. I missed it. All right. We will be back next week. And I'm in making your dinner. Ears. Oh, my God. Brenna's making me garlic chili tofu or Carson, something. Carson's really excited for I it, too. I am so excited. I saw it on Instagram the first thing this morning. I'm like, ah, Brenna has to make this for me. I'm very excited. So we're going to have dinner together before – and then we are going to pod for you guys next week. And it's going to be so it's fun. It's so good. And then just to make a note, we're probably going to be taking the holidays off. Yes. But just because we need a break just like everybody else. Yes. But we will be missing you guys. But not yet. We'll be here next week. See you soon. See you soon, girlies and, and gentlemen. And when you look up at the stars. Think of us. Bye.